What up, winners? Welcome back to the Focus on Winning podcast. My name is Ashraf. So this is the second part series of building a six-figure business from scratch. Now, if you haven't listened to the first part yet, so go back to the episode 55 where we talk about the foundation of building a business, any business that you want to build, whether it's a five-figure, six-figure, seven-figure or beyond then go back to that episode so you can build your foundation first in order to build a six-figure business. And today we're going to talk about the step-by-step process on how to build a six-figure business, the difference between a real business and freelancing, how to sustain our business so it can last for decades, the biggest mistake people make in sustaining their business and so much more. So remember, this is the second part and we will be releasing the last part, which is on the next Thursday. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you're not going to miss out on the last part. All right, without wasting any more time, let's begin. So the real question is this, how would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, Join Usheroff as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. So, Reem, you already have an experience of building a six-figure business and now you have already built three of it. So how about you share with us a clear-cut step-by-step process on how to build a six-figure business? Awesome. Uh, so once you do the first and mm-hmm. you realize that it's easy, then the kind of mm-hmm. like kind of uh, the third, the second, the third, the tenth, it will be the same. Uh, the first thing that I believe that you need to have, as I said. The number one thing that is 80% of the whole process is your mindset. And some mm-hmm. people will say, oh, my God, this is cliche. We're bored of, you know, the inspiration talk and stuff. But it's mm-hmm. so true. So it's like mm-hmm. exactly when you go exercise and when you want to have a good body, right? So if you are not 100% committed, if you do not have the proper mindset to continue, wake up every single day, work and do the workout and eat healthy and be committed to that, you will not be able to achieve anything. So it's exactly the same thing. Maintaining your health or building the business is the same thing. So you need to work hard on exercising and keeping a healthy mindset that is well prepared to fail, well prepared to to hear no for an answer, well prepared mm-hmm. and and um, uh, let's say surrounded uh, by positivity all the time. If you have to cut the noise, even from close friends and families, then you have to do it. Otherwise, you cannot uh, pass on the first step. So this is number one, uh, which is developing a proper mindset and cutting the noise. Honestly, mm-hmm. number two. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, I don't want to go into technicalities of marketing and research and development, but what I always say, again, what is what I told you before, is to write down the idea. Write down. And this is called planning because we know that fuzzy targets, they don't get 
you don't it, they don't get hit so you cannot just say hey i want to build six figures let's do it okay okay what is it where how can you get the six figures are do you want to get the six figures in a month in a year in, like you have to plan it and based on that mm-hmm. i have what i do it's called the dream life map and from there i write down in details how much money do i need in this life to be mm-hmm. able to you know spend if i for example for rent for my cars for my i want to go on a vacation like two times three times a year i want to go to fancy restaurants i put all that down i'm a finance person i'm a nerdy person when it comes to numbers <laughs> i write down everything that i want with the standards that i want have you ever heard of frank kern frank yeah yeah frank kern so he talks he talks about he's amazing he talks yeah. about your perfect day mm-hmm. and how to uh um imagine your perfect day despite of all let's say geographical or any kind of limitation in life so imagine that there is no limits there is no geographical borders just imagine the day the perfect day in your life and mm-hmm. write it down in details from the the moment that you wake up till the moment you sleep how do you imagine your job how do you imagine your work how do you imagine what do you eat where do you eat with who how do you spend your time what do you do for fun all mm-hmm. this and from there wow. i you develop the concept of the dream life map but for me i reflect it in numbers and i write down how much do i need to live that life and from there i know my annual income how much should it be mm-hmm. do i really need a million dollar a year a month do i really need maybe just 100,000 is enough so i calculate that and based on it i reverse engineer so how much money do i need and from there if i want to sell a uh, 997 product a coaching program for example okay how much mm-hmm. do i need to sell of the 997 in order to get the amount of money that i need not to forget that i will pay mm-hmm. taxes not to forget that i will pay you know everything that i need to pay for uncle sam or whoever i need <laughs> to take that into consideration and then i see how much do i need to create that in sales and then from there I work towards achieving that objective, that number. So if I need to get that amount of money in a month, then for example, I need to sell 100 uh people of the 997 product and I work towards that. So I work mm-hmm. hard. This is the proper planning that makes me get faster to what i want but what's happening with people honestly when they want to build a business is that they create a product and then they leave it what to what we call it hope marketing they put the product and they hope and they pray to god that it will be sold and maybe it will hit the target but it doesn't work mm-hmm. this way that's why mm-hmm. you have to plan it and you have to work towards the plan that you want and then from there you know from the number that you want and that you need you know can you do it organically or you need to pay ads for it so are you going to use paid ads or is it going to be organically depends on the number that you need to get 
okay? Because we know marketing-wise, 1% to 3% of people will purchase what you buy. So just do simple math. If you just follow simple math, you will achieve the number. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm, Again, mm-hmm. it's not simple. Trust me. It's not about how good the product that you're selling. It's not because there are so many people who are so good and they have amazing products, but they don't sell because they don't even offer in the market. They don't put mm-hmm. their offer outside. People, they don't know that they have anything. And they don't have mm-hmm. a plan how to reach their goal. Even if you ask them, what's your goal? They don't know. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, whether it's a coaching business, whether it's just an online business, whether if you want to build a SaaS business of a six-figure, of a seven, eight figures, like what we did, I always recommend to write down, put the plan, how much do you want? And then sell the prototype. Do not build the full thing. And use other people's money to build the actual thing that you do. And that's what mm-hmm. people now mm-hmm. is doing. For example, this is how we do it for our coaching business as well. So mm-hmm. you test and you tell people what you are planning to sell, but you need to create that offer, which should be a juicy offer for them. Once you make the sale, you create the product. But you don't you don't waste time and spend time and effort and put... put uh, um, an offer in the market. And as I said, you hope that people will buy it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work this way. There's something also that I'm working on that I will be teaching very soon, which is the launch. A lot Mm. of people, a lot of people, they focus on creating the good product and they focus on the content. They focus on the packaging. They focus on how to create an offer, but they don't. But as I said, They just throw the offer in the market without a specific launching process. And there are so many people in the the marketing industry since ages, they're teaching how to make a launch. It's just like the Hollywood launch, how how movies are launched in the box office, how Apple, they're launching a new iPhone. So this is exactly what I need to help people with is how to double the impact of their offers and sales through mm-hmm. building a proper launch. And I want to mention that you 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 say that in order to make like 1000 per month then that means let's say we are selling $100 products. So $1000 per month that means we just have to sell 10 10, people. 10 things, right? So yeah. uh we we also have to take into account how many people that we have to reach out, right? Not everyone that we we message exactly. Uh, we we'll said yes. So. One one to three percent. One to three percent of people will buy your product. One to three percent. So for, let's say, mm-hmm. how many friends do you have on your Facebook? So you have let's say five hundred people, okay. Mm-hmm. And if we just think about the algorithm of Facebook, not all the five hundred will see your post or your offer. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about if it's just organically, because this is what most of the people, they think they don't want even to spend uh, or to invest in promoting their offers. And they think mm-hmm. that because you're in the online world, everything should be for free. I think this is a very wrong way of thinking. This is not business. This is hobby. This is what you're doing. And if you're working as a hobby, you're going to get returns 
of hobby. You're not going to get returns of a business. So you need to adopt the mentality of a business when you do your business. Okay. And you need to start playing and investing in your business, investing, whether it's in systems, investing, whether in getting traffic, investing, maybe in getting assistance. If you're not good in certain areas of your business, you need to find excellent people in that in that area to help you in there. You don't have to do everything. Otherwise, you're not doing a business. And this is my problem with what I see uh, with the people in the online space. They deal with the online business as a, seriously, as a hobby, as a freelancing. And I always say, do you want to work it this way? Go to Upwork and Fiverr. It's the best the best place for freelancers, but it's not the best place for millionaires or for six, mm-hmm. seven figure uh, uh, business owners. So you need, you need seriously to adopt the mindset uh, of their, of, of successful people to invest in your business and to, as I said, think if you have 500 people in, in your list, how can you imagine that you're going to hit six figures in there? And if you're not paying ads, like, It's just simple math, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, then you need to be visible to bigger number of people. How can I do that? Think about this. So either you you need to increase the number of friends that you have so that you expose yourself to more people. You need to uh, be visible in other groups by providing value and let people know more about your offers. If... If And we all know that the organic way is going to take more time, then maybe you need, yes, to invest and mm-hmm. uh, create ads. Simple. Right. Just do a simple idea. math. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's either spending a time and or spending a dime. Exactly. 100%. I totally agree. Yes. Right. And I, I want to go back into what you're saying that um, freelancing versus doing a real business so yes what's the what's the difference between that it's both business okay there are people who might be just living uh being freelancers which is like solopreneurs i totally understand but when you already start planning and working for your business as a business the whole way of looking at things will be different the way when you start registering your company and make Mm -hmm. it as a company, an LLC. That means um, there will be, and this is something that people, they don't know. When you are a freelancer and you're taking your money and put it in your personal bank account, you're going to pay more taxes. But if you have a company and you start getting the money in your company's bank account, whatever you spend for that company will be deducted and you will have a lot of more tax benefits as a company. So, first uh-huh. of all, the way of thinking about your money is totally different. Number two, you when you think about being a freelancer and just, as I said, making a job, taking the money, put it in my personal bank account. Oh, spend it. Let's upgrade the car. Let's upgrade the house. Let's buy a new watch. <laughs> but when you are in the mentality of uh, building a business... Then you take the money in your business bank account, you you spend the money needed to grow the business, and you put aside the amount that is needed for the tax of the business, 
And then what is left, you pay yourself some of it. Did you see the difference of how you deal with your money in there? So mm -hmm. the mentality, the way you look at your business is totally different. When you're a freelance, you take the money, you put it in your pocket, you spend it. When you're a business owner, you take the money in your business bank account, you spend on growing your business more, you hire more people, you put more systems, you invest in the marketing, you educate yourself more on the importance of having a good finance person, a good legal person, uh, assistant to help you, uh, a technical person. You will think that way. I need more people. So you become a manager. So, and this is what happens. Millionaires, billionaires, they're managing they're not working mm -hmm. all the time. A freelancer, he's good. He does the same the thing by himself. He's excellent in doing that. As I said, as I said, by the end of the day, he will take the money, he put it in his pocket, he'll spend it, and he will always be running after the money, right? Mm -hmm. But when you build a business, when you grow the business, when you put plans and numbers to grow that business, and you pay mm -hmm. yourself, you pay yourself just like an employee. Okay. This will build a brand. This will build a big, big business that will have bigger returns on you in the future. You know, this so, is how you create passive income. Right. That's that's really uh, great insights about freelance and real business. And, you know, it's kind of new to me that you mentioned about taxes. Like if right. you... If you put it on personal account, then taxes will be more more than that, right? Yes. And when can we actually bring out the money to ourselves if we if we put it on the business account? So okay, how to pay ourselves? Uh, by the way, there are many approaches in there. So, for example, if you already have some savings and you are financially okay. You might just keep the money to grow your business and you're not, you're not going to pay yourself a penny. And I've seen mm -hmm. and I've done that for years. Okay. We focused on growing the business and we lived literally on the balance, like the, the, the minimum. Okay. Of what we can. So basically what we do, you have to put yourself a salary in your business as uh -huh. uh, the manager. You put yourself mm -hmm. a salary and you evaluate. <clears throat> so you pay yourself first, but remember, you can adapt. And this is the money mindset. You can adapt with, with, with whatever amount of money you have. So if I give you now $100 or if I give you $1 million right now and I'll tell you, go spend it, you, you'll be able to spend both in one night. Trust me. Okay? <laughs> but, but if you know that you're working towards a target... And as I said, if you have that target written and you know the plan and you see it every day, you review it every day, it will be okay for you to, as I said, take um, a salary for you from the amount that you get. And so if you divide it, like this is how I do it, um, 30%. Will go to taxes, and of course, this depends on where you are in the map. For example, if you are in California or New York, you'll be lucky if you have forty-five percent left of the paycheck that you get, or of the check that you get from your business. You'd be lucky. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are in other areas in the states, for example, uh, the average is like thirty-five percent for taxes. Um, 
Wow. And so, so this, this exercise, everybody should think and study before starting a business and see which, uh, some people, they move to different uh, uh, areas and cities and, and states and countries because of the tax laws and because of, uh, um, you know, Uh, the way the way taxing is, is working there. I know, for example, in Switzerland, they don't pay as much if you're working offshore, if you're working onshore. It, it depends. But you need mm-hmm. to ask. It, you need to ask in your country, how does it work? How much are you going to pay? You need to know your mm-hmm. rights and benefits. But what I know, regardless, if you have an LLC, which is a limited liability company, uh, which I recommend, <clears throat> if you have that, then... Um, for example, if you travel for your business, if you like even the fuel that you pay for your car, you can put it as an expense for your business and it will deduct from the tax. If you pay for charity, oh. it will be deducted, of course. The meals, if you invite a customers, um, anything oh. that you pay to grow your business will be deducted and accordingly will be, you will be paying Uh, less taxes. If you take the whole amount of money and you put it in your pocket and you report it for the tax as an individual tax, you're going to pay for the whole amount of tax. Mm-hmm. So oh. it's different. And and here I'm not saying that you need to be a CPA or or and you have That's an MBA in, in tax. Yeah, no, you don't. But this is <laughs> what I'm saying. You need to find an excellent guy Who will help you in that? You don't mm-hmm. need to know that. Mm-hmm. The good thing is that I come from this background, so I know that. And yeah. I try to help people <laughs> in this. But but also, if you want to become a six, seven-figure business owner, you have to educate yourself even a little bit about this. Awesome. So imagine if someone already hit the six-figure mark, but how do they keep it? Like, how, how do they sustain that business? It's... Trust me, this is a beautiful question because, yes, it's so easy for someone to make a six-figure and then, boom, spend all of it. And then, you know, maybe the business model will change or something happens. And You need to keep the momentum. But the thing is, if you have the right systems in place, if you have the team to help you and support you in place, if you have proper um SOPs, standard operating procedures, if you have procedures in place, mm-hmm. then then you will be fine. Because the minute that your business depends only on you personally, the minute you get sick, your business will collapse. Actually, there will oh. be no business. There will be no business okay. if you if you if you get sick. And the other day mm-hmm. I was talking to my friend, he had a back injury that you know a, a wall fall on him. He had a back injury and he laid down in bed for nine months. So he said, if oh. I did not have the proper policies System. and procedures in place, if I did not have systems, if I did not have the team to help mm-hmm. me, I will not, I wouldn't be able to live for another day. My mm-hmm. business will die. But mm-hmm. he was lying down for nine months and his back account was still ching ching, you know. Because everything does not depend on him personally. And this is something that Russell Brunson said the other day when they came back from Fiji, when he had this mastermind with uh, oh yeah, Tony, with Robbins. Tony Robbins. And he mm-hmm. told him how many, how, he told him, Russell, what do you do? He said, 
you know, I'm the owner of ClickFunnels. And he said, mm-hmm. oh, you are like the operating guy of ClickFunnels. If you are not there, ClickFunnels will collapse because it, it evolves around him. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tony Robbins, he owns like 35 something companies, maybe maybe more. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember saying that. <laughs> re- do you remember that story? So mm-hmm. it's exactly, and this is what Russell, he started thinking about. Your business should not depend on you. I know you're in the phase of building it, that's perfectly fine. But throughout the way, when you are building and you want to scale and grow, you need to make sure that you have systems, policies, and procedures in place. You have to have the team who who are going to carry everything um, after you. You should not mm-hmm. be the only one there. Mm-hmm. So this is how you can sustain a successful business. Mm-hmm. So the only way to have a team, is that it? You have to, of course. Mm-hmm. So You wake and... up in the morning. I will just tell you the last thing. You will wake up in the morning and say, what is the most thing that I love about my business? The one thing that I oh. love about my business. And you do that one thing. The rest of the things that you don't like about your business, you need to find someone who is excellent mm-hmm. in doing it and bringing him on mm-hmm. to do it for you. You should not be doing everything. Right. Think and if you think that way, you are. Let me tell you, you are uh, in your way, on your way to build a, a big business. Oh wow! You know that that is something that I also learned from one final way challenge that was really eye opening for me. Where I I thought that I have to master everything in order to build mm-hmm. this to build a successful business, right? Where instead I I can just hire someone, yeah. right? So you know, let me tell you, let me tell you that seriously, the last thing promise what I see seriously around me uh, in the past year, when I got into this click funnel space and I started to see all the online entrepreneurs and get to know more people there, I realized that people are willing to pay $1,000, $2,000 to buy a course, to learn how to design a funnel, for example. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they're mm-hmm. not willing to pay the $1,000 or the $2,000 to hire people, help them, or to pay it for ads to promote for their offers. So (laughs) that people are just seriously obsessed by buying courses to learn more skills that they won't be able to use where their mind will be obese with information and it will like make them like seriously obese and, and handicapped not being able to take any action because they're not like overwhelmed from where should I start? Mm -hmm. This is what happens. Instead of taking that money, instead of buying more courses, instead of taking that money, investing it in people or in systems or in ads, people just go and learn more skills that they are not good at and they should Mm -hmm. not develop and learn seriously i will hire the thousand dollar for someone to build the funnel for me why should i learn how to build the funnel myself unless to make my business right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's it's all about the who not the how so i really love that (laughs) so when is the right time to build another business like you have a three six-figure business so when, when do you feel like it's the right time to build another business it depends it if I wake up if I wake up with another idea that I love, I will do. Damn. So <laughs> it depends. If I wake up with an idea, I will do it. I have wow. an idea 
that will evolve uh, will evolve around what I'm doing together. It's still not clear. I'm planning for it. But again, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. if there is something that I wake up and find an idea for it, I will let you know for sure. So <laughs> that's why I keep that's why I keep my notebook always next to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you should uh, sell that notebook as a bonus, you know, just to... <laughs> you, you know, it's a nice idea, yeah, why not? Right. <laughs> hey, winners, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Reem Kharbat. So this is the second part series of building a six-figure business. So on the next part, which will be released on the next Thursday, we'll be talking about what does it look like to have a three six figure business so this is the part where we kind of go into behind the scenes of how she managed her business and second thing we'll be talking about is why having a proper launch is better than having a great offer and the third thing is the one thing to do today to really hit the six figure marks fast and so much more so If you haven't subscribed, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you're not going to miss out on the last part. And I would love to hear your thoughts in rates and reviews on iTunes. Right, so always remember that winners focus on winning. Until then, stay winning. Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you.